gentlemen, I am Tony Chimmel, and welcome to Road Trip After Hours. Please welcome your hosts, Max Davis and WWE Hall of Famer, Kenny Long. Holler! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Road Trip After Hours. I'm Mac Davis, along with my co-host, WWE Hall of Famer, Holla Holla, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. Holla, player. How you doing, brother? I know we we spent uh, last weekend together uh, in St. Louis uh, for a big fan fest there, the SICW Fan Fest and the St. Louis Wrestling Hall of Fame. Had a blast, Teddy. Had a blast. That's it. We did it. Really, really had a great time, man. And I tell you what was really good for me, you know, getting a chance to see uh, some of the guys that I hadn't seen in uh, some years and stuff. And 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 then being able to be standing there with some of the guys that uh, I met when I was just a referee, you know, and um, now to be able to stand there and be a brand along with those guys was just uh, an outstanding feeling for me. But I always tell people, don't I, I, I never down being a referee because if I'd have never been a referee, I'd have never made it where I am today. So I never look down on anything that I've done. You know, and I got to tell you, I, and I have always said this to anybody out there who has ever wanted to listen to anything I had to say, a referee has a hard job. You know, it, a, a wrestler goes into a ring and they have one match they got to get in and out of. If you're back in your days of the NWA, how many matches a night would you work, uh, Teddy? Three, maybe four? All of them. All, you know, so you're up and down all night long. The abuse on the knees and the hips and the, everything on the body. Guys, I'm telling you, those referees are really kicking ass out there. And, you, you know, you're thankful to have them out there because well, they got to be athletes as well. Well, we got see back in the day you worked. Uh, nowadays they don't work. Oh yeah. Well, you know. Teddy <laughs> took me by this uh, restaurant that was near the hotel. Well, let me back up a little bit here. Hold on. We worked all day long and we were starving, so we wanted to find something to eat. And across the way there were some restaurants and some other little stores sitting all over the place. We get out to go uh, find something to eat. And as we get up to the road, Teddy notices there's a Krispy Kreme that we must go by before we get back to the hotel. So before we get there, we hop over the road. And this is some busy highway somewhere. I'm not even sure. It's in St. Louis, outside St. Louis. And uh, to go to a Panera. Now, I've never eaten at a Panera. And, and I think it was called something else there. But it was a Panera uh, place. Man, Teddy. I told my wife when I got home, the best salad I have ever had in my life came from that place. In fact, this weekend, I'm making her take me <laughs> up to, uh, I think it's Warner Robins we're going to go, and they got one there, I believe, and we're going to have uh, lunch there because I'm dying for that salad again already, but great call on the food. Yeah, man, that that was great. I uh, it was called St. Louis breads. Yes, but yes. Uh, but the really the they really were the Panera breads, and uh, I had that uh, teriyaki chicken and broccoli, and uh, that teriyaki bowl, man, and that was really good. And you had that strawberry salad, man. I'm mm. telling you, man, that uh, you want to stay healthy and you know do the right thing, then check them Panera breads out, players. Yeah, let me tell you, and they're not a sponsor of the program. We'd love to have you if you'd like to be here, but they're not a sponsor of the program. The food was just that damn good. Uh, yeah. But after we left there, Teddy's got to go to Krispy Kreme, as I said, because Teddy, uh, and, and just like me, 
I love Krispy Kreme. I grew up in the South, and Krispy Kreme was the donut around here that I always knew about. And uh, so we went into Krispy Kreme, and both Teddy and I are trying to watch what we eat. So I'm like, I'm only going to get two donuts. Teddy's like, yeah, I'll do the same thing. We'll just get two donuts apiece. You know, two days, that's all we need. By the time we left out of there, I believe you had probably in your hands two dozens worth of donuts. No. <laughs> oh, you you had a <laughs> you had a no. full dozen of donuts it's, plus a bag right. of donuts. He's not telling y'all right. He's not telling you how this actually happened. <laughs> we went into that Krispy Kreme, and here's what I did: I bought a cup of the the little the, the little donut holes or whatever you call them. Yeah. So I had a cup of them, and then I had two of the mini glazed uh, the glaze or whatever it was i had two of them already now okay but so that and that was all and that that's not bad too too many glaze and some donut holes and i really lasted they lasted over to the next day but here's where all the donuts came in after i get in there people recognize me so i took pictures and stuff here comes a guy that tells us here's a dozen you guys can have these take them with you take them all so I said, well, no problem. We'll take them. But I had in mind to take them back and give them to the crew, those guys that yep. were working there and putting up the ring and stuff. So and that's exactly what we did with them, yep. folks. We did not <laughs> eat them. <laughs> Although Teddy and I both admitted we could finish off that dozen donuts with no problem at all. Oh, well, well, yeah, we, we had the munchies, too. So it really would have yep. been no problem. <laughs> Teddy, was there anybody this past weekend that you really enjoyed seeing that you haven't seen in a while well i sit down and talk to me uh haku i had yes. a, i was happy to see him man I hadn't seen him in a while and me and him had so much fun and great times together he's always a straight up guy with me man i loved him to death so sit down with me me and we talked the old stories and stuff that uh we remembered back in the day and so that was pretty funny uh always glad to see jay briscoe uh you know the guy that really came to me when i first went in wwe and gave me some advice that uh helped me to uh, stay there as long as I did. So always great to see Gerald and uh, Shockmaster. I had a chance to talk to him. And uh, Cuban Assassin, yeah. uh, Mac, I know you didn't know him, but he was big down in Florida at one time. And then he came into WCW, and he was also, uh, when Elegante uh, was alive and uh, was wrestling, I think he was Elegante's uh, like chauffeur and, you mm -hmm. know, took care of him. But uh, Cuban Assassin, good to see him. J.J. Dillon. Uh, great to see him back when I started refereeing. JJ was a guy that hired me. To, you know, where Dusty gave him the first job, but JJ was kind of my boss there. So uh, great to see JJ and uh, you know, just uh, Bob Orton Senior. Uh, great to see him. We uh had a great story. We talked about one time we uh we got so high, man. We went to the to the White Castle. And uh, I think I ate about 20 White Castles. So the next day I had a signing, me, Ron, and Butch in Philadelphia. I was so sick. <laughs> I was just puking everywhere. Oh, it was just terrible. But oh, uh, I Bob, Bob remembered that story. So, <laughs> so, so, so it was good talking about that. And uh, like I said, Earl Hebner. I was going to say Earl. I was going to say Earl Hebner. And I guess I didn't want to forget him because he is going to be a guest on the show. Uh, we spoke to him and he does want to be on the show and uh, we're going to reach out to him. It will be in either uh, next week or the following week, one of the two, but we'll keep you up to date and let you know. Uh, but uh, there's some great stories with Earl. Earl has always been, if you've never sat down and had a conversation with Earl, you're in for a treat. If you watch this interview coming up, I promise you it's something that we'll all enjoy. 
Uh, but uh, we had talked about JBL and Gerald Briscoe, uh, two people you know very well. Um, yes. And we had a chance to sit back and enjoy the induction by JBL to Gerald Briscoe. It's hilarious. Folks, we're going to do that right after commercial. So we'll be <laughs> right back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Harold's Memory Improvement School, owned and operated by that renowned memory expert, um, oh, good old uh, Harold, um, uh, you know him. Also brought to you by Uncle Willie's Real Mexican Coffee, made from real Mexican jumping coffee beans. Yes, just one cup of Uncle Willie's Real Mexican Coffee will have you up and down all night long. All right, Teddy, this game is called Jingo. Now, the object of the game is to remove all the little blocks without knocking it over. If you knock it over, you lose. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, now, I'll tell you what. You lose, I'll buy you a steak dinner. If I win, you buy me a steak dinner. Fair enough? All right. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. Shady, but all right. Yeah, you start out by just pushing one of these out here. Let's see if I can find one. Right. Almost out. There we go. Oh. I told you. Not again. Hey. You owe me dinner. I'm Mac Davis, your host for Road Trip After Hours, along with my co-host, the ever-popular Mr. WWE Hall of Famer himself, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. Player, player. Look here. Over the weekend, I do want to talk about the fans who came by and saw us and bought merchandise, uh, had their photographs taken. And the amount of people who we found out are listening to this program is overwhelming sometimes when you hear all the guys saying, yeah, we listen to you. And so it's really nice to hear that. Guys, thanks for so much for reaching out and saying hello to us at the convention. And Teddy, we had uh, we sold a number of shirts. In fact, some of those folks you're going to see during the program today who bought those shirts. But uh, really a great time when it came to the fans out there well you know it's always great to meet the fans that's that's the most enjoying part mm-hmm. i get out of it man you know because you're gonna meet a, a you know somebody that's gonna have you laughing and you're probably yep. gonna meet somebody that's probably gonna piss you off yep. but it don't worry don't it don't bother you man it's just you know that's what it's all about you know what i mean it's just out there having fun and to be with the people and like you said uh we uh i decided that uh what we would do is somebody came up and you know and they watched the show and uh they wanted to get a T-shirt. Well, if they spend money and want to buy a T-shirt, then I think we ought to put them on our show. Yep. So everybody that bought a shirt, we we videotaped them and put them on the show and uh, gave their name and stuff. And uh, so they can be out there, too. And so that's what we're going to be doing, too. We know we're going to be, uh, you know, with, with our T-shirt, we're going to be working out some stuff, Mac and I, for you fans, in order to get one, you know, we can get your face out there and have you on our show. Yeah, and that's a big part of this show. We've always said we want our uh, listeners and viewers to always be able to participate with the show because that in itself is what makes the show are you who watch and keep it going and want to be involved in the program. So thank you so much for that. Teddy, I uh, I do want to mention that uh, real quick before we get into this induction by JBL to Gerald Briscoe at the St. Louis Wrestling Hall of Fame, 
I wanted to mention there was one time this past weekend where you broke some poor kid's heart. <laughs> they walked up to Teddy and they asked Teddy because now he's the SmackDown general manager. And this is a younger uh, person who is obviously watching some of the older stuff. And uh, they wanted to know, did he put together all those matches as the journal manager? And Teddy, what was your response? No. (laughs) That kid's face went. (laughs) He looked so disappointed because he swore you made up all the matches that we saw on TV. Well, you know, it's kind of hard to lie to a kid. So, <laughs> so yeah. But I, re- but after I told him no, I really explained it to him that you know that that. Oh, you that didn't explain up. it to him till after I said, "Teddy, you just broke that boy's dream." So well, I know, I know. Well, I know, but I, that's what I'm saying. You just didn't give me time. So, <laughs> so, of course not. <laughs> so I explained to him, you know, that uh, that was Vince McMahon's job, you know, to put those matches together, and he comes and he lets me know exactly. You know what he wants and uh that's how i got it out there so you know i just didn't want to take you know tell him and make it look like i was a big man and all that just oh yeah i didn't didn't think that was right no but i i I gotta tell you it really does reinforce the fact that these younger fans do believe to a point about certain things i mean if they're questioning whether you really made the matches that tells you that there is still a belief system in there, you know, that's still in wrestling that a lot of people think isn't. It is. Well, it's still there. well, uh, well. If you once you make them, you know, get them to believe, you don't have that. You, there's no problem there. Nothing to worry about. And that's what I did. You know, I, you know, I had you to believe because I wasn't a character. I was me. Yep, Teddy. Uh, before you and I finish up, uh, I, I do want to mention that we had a great time at the St. Louis Wrestling Hall of Fame and the Fan Fest from SICW. Uh, but I was able to sit ringside up actually up in the ring to film what you're about to see and uh it really was one of the better inductions i've seen in a while and it was really funny so we're going to share that with you right here on road trip after hours uh so when it's over with it's over with we'll see you next week and we want to say bye but don't go anywhere because this is the induction speech you have to see jbl is induction of mr gerald briscoe
I've gotten to be friends with Gerald Briscoe for the last 28 years, and it's one of the greatest blessings of my life to be this man's friend. Chickasaw Hall of Fame, I'm a cowboy. We have a little state thing going on too, but the, the Hall of Fame is not time to discuss state robberies. <laughs> Mr. Briscoe is very proud of the fact that he grew up in that meth lab filled bingo parlor called Oklahoma. <laughs> and I'm proud to have grown up in the promised land known as the great state of Texas. <laughs> Mr. Briscoe me almost every day and I think somebody I enjoy it. I love our conversations we have. It's one reason we do a podcast together. Every day he texts me something with Texas in it. But it has two S's. So it's text ass. <laughs> single day he texts me that so I had to go back on my smoke signal app and correct there are a few things in this business that brought you instant credibility. These guys all know about this. You wear your train. You train with Hero Max Sue. You train with Billy Robinson. You train with Carl Gotch. You train with Brad Reinings. Or you were in Florida and you rode with the Briscoes. There is not a bigger legendary car. The amount of things consumed legally, illegally in that car. In fact, there was a time Bruce Pritchard set off a fire alarm in the Northwest because of what they were consuming in their room. Now, a lot of people talk about Snoop Dogg and no offense to the Snoop Dizzle, but that motherfucker's the OG right there. Hottest baby face in the country, Tommy Wildfire Rich. And when I say they ran over him, they ran over him. They hit him with a car, he rolled up on the top, and in the back. Michael Hayes went back and goes, I think he killed Wildfire. <laughs> I asked Jerry about that. I said, Did you really run over the hottest baby face in the country? And he goes, That was just a rib. I said, No, it was a felony. <laughs> when Steve Austin got hot, I mean, he put his name on any building in the world. He sold out. In the UAE, he came out of the ring and he took a kick at Gerald Briscoe. Gerald Briscoe in his suit, chicken wing suplex, our meal ticket. All the stadium floor. Yeah. We watched in horror as we thought our mortgages and everything else were soon going to be done. <laughs> Jerry, you go to the Hall of Fame for so many different reasons. He can go in as a talent, he was a great champion, he was a great tag team with his brother. He can go in as a promoter, he can go in as someone that's been in the seminal moments in wrestling history, from the sale of Georgia Championship Wrestling to the beginnings of WrestleMania. But he can also get this, when he formed a on-air partnership with Pat Patterson, the Stooges, as they were known, in a regular quarter hour, not a special show, not a Saturday night main event, to an 8.6. I 
He's a Hall of Famer and I'm Mac, but okay. that works. <laughs> and you listen to Road Trip After Hours with WWE Hall of Fame, Teddy Long and Mac Davis. And you're listening to Road Trip After Hours with Mac Davis and WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Holla, holla. 